0: These books are made for kids, right? Today on Podcast Magoria. Hello and welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria. I'm James.
1: I'm Autumn.
0: And we're finally getting around to talking about Goosebumps. Finally. (laughs) Like. Yeah, something that I think we've we've teased, like, maybe even, like, first year.
1: Possibly. I just know that we do mention Goosebumps often. Yeah. But it is such an ingrained part of... I'd pretty much say any millennial horror fan's yeah. childhood. It's a yeah. staple.
0: Yeah, it was kind of hard not to get caught up in the Goosebumps mania as a 90s kid. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. if, you, if you missed out, like, you just had to have hated horror and mm-hmm. hated, like, books and hated fun.
1: <laughs> they were, like, the easiest books to take the ar tests on to get the pizza parties yeah yeah, like Like, if you weren't reading goosebumps books what were you doing in the 90s
0: babysitters club boxcar kids
1: um
0: beverly cleary mm,
1: maybe maybe babysitters club boxcar kids though that's an (laughs) 80s kid thing um
0: (laughs) witches don't wear braces (laughs) Uh, yes okay (laughs) shaping the minds of children since the 90s rl stein has brought out the scariest concepts and put them on the page for young readers across the world it's it's crazy how he kind of was in the background for a little bit before goosebumps Mm -hmm. as we mentioned in um previous episode when we're talking about horror anthology shows for kids uh we you know of course mentioned Goosebumps and talked about how you know he was a writer co-creator for uh Eureka's Castle yeah yeah which is 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 so insane to you know learn later on you like just going oh my god you know but before before Goosebumps it's just like I feel like R.L. Stein was just a person that probably you would never have expected To shape the early 90s, like, the way he did.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and it turns out that he didn't even want to really do Goosebumps at first.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, like, he was doing, you know, young adult horror. Yeah. You know, like, with Fear Street and such. Yeah, and
1: then his wife came in and was like, Hey, you know what there's a big gap in the market for? Horror for young kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know an author that makes some horror occasionally. Yeah. Hmm.
0: <laughs> with him starting to write the Goosebumps books, like, of course, it was definitely a, a yeah. You know, with the first one, it was a little more on the horror side.
1: Yeah. Um. He has even come out to say, "Hey, that first Goosebumps book is way too scary." Yeah. I did not know what I was doing, but it only took him one book to realize. Oh, I need to add more humor.
0: Which I mean it's good for an author to get. Well, I mean you know, an, anyone anyone does writing, anyone that does anything creative, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have you, you've got your inner critic. Yeah, you know, get, giving you giving you the rundown, <laughs> um, and so it's nice. It's it's good to find that balance of am I being too critical of myself or am I detecting what could be better and yeah and definitely i think that he found the like that sweet spot uh with it you know and i mean thank goodness he did because let's face it like his writing and with goosebumps you know with the books the merch the show and all all the future projects would you know influence future horror writers directors Mm -hmm. and maybe even a few podcasters out there Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) i did think it was uh interesting that to me the the name goosebumps is incredibly obvious right right and that he was inspired by seeing an ad for goosebumps week on (laughs) tv because they're like doing like a halloween like the the channel was doing a halloween special and so it's just like, oh, wow, like it was if he had changed the channel 3 seconds earlier, what would the series have been called?
1: Uh, Shivers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. But uh, I also find it really interesting though that a lot of the stories are actually based off either things that happened to him as a kid because mm-hmm. he remembers like the fear you get as a child even for like the most stupidest things and that's why the books kind of have that um air about them of oh these kids are just being silly like they shouldn't be scared of anything when they actually do have things to be scared of um and including like you know um the haunted mask is based off of A story of his own child not being able to take off his halloween
0: mask ah i see i I didn't know that oh really yeah yeah i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's really interesting
1: well that's cool then i'm (laughs) glad i brought something to the table
0: (laughs) yeah when uh when welcome to dead house you hit the market even though it was deemed too scary um it was a runaway success um, with uh, selling over. It would eventually sell over uh, a million copies by 1996, which is absolutely insane.
1: Yeah. For that time, that's <laughs> crazy. Um, <laughs> for a know, children's book, oh, too. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like because it's it's the only one that really gets into like characters dying pet being dead. Like, I yeah. mean, it's, it's just... When Heavy say, stuff yeah, for a kid. Yeah, Welcome to Dead House is proper title for it.
1: And I honestly think it has one of the spookiest covers, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. What a perfect cover. Yeah. uh, To be the first... Because, I mean, it's basically just welcoming you mm-hmm. to the world of Goosebumps.
1: That's it. Exactly. And, like, just the atmosphere and everything. Like, Yeah. Rad. But, of course, we'll... We'll get to the art in a second or two. (laughs) Um,
0: It was, uh, Welcome to Dead House was released, uh, simultaneously the first uh, three books were released, uh, Stay Out of the Basement and Monster Blood also uh, coming out. Coming out of the gate swinging, like, it's just like, those are some of the best stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stay Out of the Basement is easily, like, just, it's such a a fun (laughs) It's a fun concept, Mm -hmm. and I, like, it's just, if that would have been the first one, I don't think it would have been a bad first one. Yeah,
1: I just don't know if the series would have taken off as much as Uh, it did.
0: Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, But I will say Stay Out of the Basement was my first Goosebumps book. Oh. So, Hmm. it has a little bit of a special place in my heart because of that.
0: I see. I didn't. I didn't get around to *Stay Out of the Basement* or *Monster Blood* until way, way late, like several years after they had come out. Hmm. Um, they also would eventually become some of the best episodes of the TV show, which we'll get into in a future uh, time. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll back to talking about the covers, because yeah. the art for the covers—it's some of the best cover art for a book series. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. Like, just hands down.
1: You um can only imagine whenever you look at these covers, what is actually going on in the story. Yeah. You know, um, because I mean, back to Welcome to Dead House, like mm-hmm. ju- just the atmosphere of the cover and yeah. the colors used and everything. It just feels spooky. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing
0: is the fact that a lot of a lot of books or comic books are notorious for this and stuff. Like the cover, it nine times out of ten doesn't isn't a representation of what you're actually going to find right. inside the actual book. Right. It's it's a it's like oh here's some characters or some stuff related to it.
1: Yeah, and I I definitely think Goosebumps covers are maybe an exaggerated mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. From the books, but. The, you're always going to see those characters in there. You're always going to see those particular scenes happen yeah. in the actual
0: story. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's almost the climax
1: mm-hmm. of the
0: story. Yeah. You know, like, or the first. <laughs> you know, I, like,
1: I always remember, like, whenever I was reading through, I would, whenever it would hit, like, the particular part of the story or something that I felt was similar to what was happening on the cover. I would always like flip back and forth going, "Oh my gosh, this, this is, is cool. It. This is happening." Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, um it was I I used to just love to take all of my goosebumps books off the shelf and just lie them out and just mm-hmm. look at the covers. Like I was yeah. like I like to just look at them every so often and and see if there's like cuz sometimes uh some of the pictures are have subtle things in them also Mm -hmm. that maybe at first glance like, oh okay, monster hand, whatever. You know, like Mm -hmm. and then and then like read through reading through the book or 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 what have you, going back and looking at the cover, it's just like, oh my God, this is this little piece right here, this Mm -hmm. thing off to the side is the thing. You know? Yeah. And that's what makes it so fun.
1: And of course they're not all like spooky. Some of them have a humor to them. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, Say Cheese and Die. Yes. Calling yeah. all creeps. Yeah. Like, they're all got a little bit of a humor.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, and that's what pairs so well with the book series mm-hmm. is because of the fact that the, you know, they, the big difference between um, Goosebumps and maybe some of the other, like, horror-themed books that are out there for kids, and, and there's not, there's not, I mean, there's a couple of series that would eventually come out mm-hmm. the same year, I believe, uh, as Goosebumps, that is like, okay, well, this is clearly meant to be. This is the competition. Yeah. Um, before that, though, there were books like, um, was it Ghost House? Uh, was a three, was a trilogy uh, book series for kids, and right. that one was very like, it's heavy-handed. Like, it's it's also kind. I don't know. It, it it's not as good, and there's a lot of that. Plus, also, I mean, the only other, you know, like books, kind of like that that you would see, would be ones that were Halloween themed. Yeah, you know, yeah. Clifford wearing a big sheet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that Clifford I story. I do too. Uh, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: but you know, it, it was typically that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, Garfield's trick or treat, or yeah, you know, something of along course. those lines. I feel like the Goosebumps books never treat the reader as a dumb child. Yeah. Because even though they, like, Arlstein cools down a little bit on the concepts as far as, like, being maybe too heavy, like, Dead House. Mm -hmm. um, It's never over-explaining or treating the kid stupid. Yeah. Kind of like with, like, Lemony Stick It and stuff where it's just like a, oh, well, you know. Here's some complex concepts, yeah, yeah you know, that that I know you can understand because kids are smarter than what a lot of adults think.
1: Yeah, it's uh, funny that you mentioned the competition at the time, mm-hmm. which you're probably thinking shivers, yeah, bone chillers, dead time stories. Yeah, it's funny though that um, the cover artist Tim Jacobus. He pretty much did all the Goosebumps covers except for a couple. I can't really remember off the top of my head which ones, but he did also do covers for Bone Chillers and Dead Time Stories yeah. as well.
0: <laughs> which I've got quite a few Dead Time Stories, and you I, can. Yeah,
1: I got some Bone Chillers.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> like when you when you look at the covers, you go, oh, Th- I, thats his work. Yeah, you could tell. You yeah, really tell because uh, I don't know the name of the other artist for for dead time stories and maybe someday we'll get to that in two years yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um he
1: had a rougher yeah style while uh jacobus kind of smooths everything out
0: well because his stuff was like carnival like funhouse oil paintings yeah exactly um and the other artist was definitely yeah like that high not hyper realistic but there was like there was something to it there that was, was
1: more texture yeah. in his
0: drawing the one like the two that come to mind is um what was it the like the attack of the apple faces or whatever where yeah. like the people have like the like the rotted apple faces yeah and, and um like the don't jump on the bed i think is the name of the other one where uh it's like kind of like this like Creepy looking kid, like looking off the side. That's like on a bed. Like, looks <laughs> like he could be the cousin of uh, Bat Boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I remember that
0: one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with with Goosebumps, it was definitely a you got a little ooh, ooh. but not too much.
1: Yeah, and sometimes though the the cover art was. Scarier than the book. Though. Oh, let's sure. face it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. stay out the basement. That cover is so much creepier than yeah. the actual kind of kind of lighthearted
0: goofiness in oh, this for sure. actual story. Well, because <laughs> you think that it's a flat-out plant monster. Yeah. And I mean, in, in, in technicality, te- yeah. yes, but <laughs> it's not that. I don't know. I was expecting like evil swamp thing or something. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: And and not. My dad is a plant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with um, with the cover art and stuff, and not to get too much into like the TV show, but it was kind of neat how episodes of the show would incorporate some of the cover art. Yeah. Uh, like uh, piano lessons can be murder. <laughs> for instance, it, there's a scene in it that is flat out the cover of the book.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the most iconic scenes from the show. Yeah. If you ask me because yeah. like it's so ingrained into your head that hey, that's that's from the book.
0: Yeah. Oh, for real. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was just like it was really cool just how I I feel like a big part of Goosebumps' success not only is the writing, but I think that the covers really is what is the cherry on top. It's what yes. made it. it. It's what
1: drew kids in. Mm-hmm. And it's what kept them coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, now there is an actual uh, book with all the cover illustrations in it yes. and stuff. And oh, my God, I want to get my hands on that so bad.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool to have. And yeah, like, like you had mentioned, there were other cover artists and stuff especially with the the later uh editions of goosebumps like the goosebumps 2000 series and um and other future issue i mean a uh, future series slash spinoffs i find it kind of crazy that they would with the new series like they're like the reprinting i think it's just called mm-hmm. like goosebumps forever or whatever uh-huh. where uh they've gone back and they're re doing all the covers
1: yeah and they kind of stay as true to the original as they can but they're highly exaggerated now yeah like the shocker on shock street cover pretty much the same Mm -hmm. same coloring even yeah but the the actual like giant giant praying mantis is all like extra like scary looking
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, it's just something kind of weird about it. Um, just like I, I get why they they do yeah. it or why they've
1: legality done it. stuff, folks. Yeah,
0: but um, at the same time, um, it's just not as charming. And I don't know, I don't know how kids react to it. It. I mean, obviously, Goosebumps is still incredibly relevant and popular, as we'll discuss throughout this episode, and 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 others but Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's just so i don't know it's they couldn't have sprung the extra little bit of cash to keep the keep the the covers yeah
1: artist at least yeah yeah get them to redo the covers for real you know give them some more money
0: yeah well okay from a uh from an artist standpoint autumn Mm -hmm. let's say you made because you've done commission work yeah um and i mean it's been years since you you like you've had some yeah. things done how would you feel if somebody came back to you and was like hey you did this picture for me 7 years ago mm-hmm. i want you to redo it um
1: well i would hope that they would want to pay up for sure. the extra skill yeah And I wouldn't be too upset about it, actually, because I'd be like, wow, I know so much more than I did seven years ago regarding art. So, yeah, I would love to redo this and make it look how I want it to look now.
0: So um, how about if if somebody had gotten a commission from you seven years ago, Mm -hmm. got a different artist to do a commission for your concept? That's bullshit is (laughs) what that is. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: yes, that's why I'm like pay the original artist either yeah. get the rights for the art or pay him more yeah. to do redo the covers I
0: didn't dig into it too much because I like I wasn't sure if you were going to want to get into that but oh. <laughs> I was like it's a it's a definitely a question in my mind as I wonder how the artist feels. I mean, he's, he's freelance. Yeah. So, it might be yeah, a, I got paid, so what do I care? No, but...
1: in the freelance world, it's wait a second, why a didn't minute. they ask me again? Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's fair. I,
0: yeah, I guess it'd be hard not to take it personal. Yeah. Because, it's like, okay, well, what did I do wrong the first time? Yeah. Why can't I get a crack at it to Yeah, fix it? why
1: can't I do any more Goosebumps art? Yeah.
0: yeah. Not that just is... covers, but... Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. it's just something I hadn't, like... I, like I thought about while you know, think you know, taking notes and stuff and wanting to talk about the the art and stuff. But I was like, well, maybe I maybe I won't pull back that band aid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you've got a unique take on it because of the fact that you do art. Mm-hmm. So I'm I was just curious to see how yeah you know, that
1: because I'm sure his style has changed. Oh yeah, he's had to have his skill has had to have gotten. 10 times better over the years not that the original art was horrible because it's amazing yeah so i i could only imagine what he could come up with
0: now oh yeah it's been 31 years since the uh the first book (laughs) yikes Uh, (laughs) um so for sure i bet it's it's just something completely wild Mm -hmm. it would of course be insane to not mention um the other part that makes goosebumps iconic which is something very simple the logo
1: yep that good old splat font yeah but mostly we're looking at that
0: g that g oof (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's up there with um with Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. As far yeah. as like just iconic font, you know exactly what it is.
1: Yep, you could see any word in that font. Yeah. And be like, oh, they use Goosebumps. the Goosebumps font. Yeah. What the heck?
0: Yeah, and if you see that G like slapped on something, uh huh. You know you're in for a time. Like, Which
1: I have seen other brands try to use yeah. a font very similar to Goosebumps. And I'm like do what are they trying to pull here?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that has changed though since the original, uh, the original release of the books versus the re releases now is the fact that the logo has changed, though. Uh, Scholastic is still using uh, the G Splat, mm-hmm. um,
1: but the rest of it has changed, yeah. like the rest of the word, use bumps yeah. and uh. I hate the fonts that they use. Well, of course. I hate
0: just the way that the covers look now. Mm-hmm. They're so busy. Yeah, they're very, very sloppy. Yeah. Like, there's just too much going on.
1: See, uh, for me, the original covers kind of represent a look into the story.
0: Yes. It's a window.
1: It's a little, yeah, it's a Goosebumps window yeah. to be like, oh, is this story for me or not?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. Like, I always thought of um, them almost like movie posters.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, and uh, especially, like, Shocker is, like, you know, Atomic Era, like, Mm -hmm. horror and stuff. But, yeah, and and it's not just a a weird choice that Scholastic made. Unfortunately, like, there's a little bit of... uh, legal drama there uh between yeah. uh, scholastic and parachute press yeah
1: and that's why you didn't see the goosebumps books for a very long time on yeah. shelves i remember like working at barnes and noble just a few years ago and you know all my co-workers going whoa we're getting in goosebumps books again yeah what the heck
0: yeah i mean you know it, i guess like with the release of the movie and stuff that's when they they were starting to go hey we yeah. got a product Hey, yep. remember this? And that's when like um some of the other spin off books started uh, mm-hmm. to really populate, which a good time to kinda of bring up the fact that there there is more than just basic goosebumps. Yeah.
1: Which I mean back in the day we had a few yeah. spin off things. Yeah,
0: like um we had um uh, Tales to give you goosebumps and give yourself goosebumps.
1: I love the give yourself goosebumps book. Yeah,
0: yeah, really fun. Um, my experience with a um, choose your own adventure mm-hmm. prior to that series was not great. Like I can't remember. Like I had, I had a um, <laughs> the first choose your own adventure book I ever had was a Magic Eye. Uh, book. It was um, you were like looking for treasure or whatever, and all the endings was a magic eye picture, and so you would you know do your eyes and stuff, and sometimes you got trapped in a cave with a skeleton or Ooh. or you were eaten by a shark Ooh. and stuff like that. Like it was it was really fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do not remember my prior two experience with choose your own adventures i know that the goosebumps one wasn't my first experience but it's the first experience i remember yeah cuz i actually had fun with these books yes
0: yeah. well yeah my my first first one was like this really boring it was it yeah. was supposed to be like a fantasy adventure cuz it had like a dragon on the cover or whatever mm-hmm. and it was just like Oh, my God. It was the worst.
1: The Goosebumps ones were so fun, though, because, like, your character would die. Yes. Like.
0: From everything.
1: Like, two, two, two pages and your character's death. Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: definitely, <laughs> a, like, first choice. It yeah. better be a good one. Yeah. And was, yeah. And, and and that was so crazy to me because, yeah, the other ones were usually a, you get about five, six choices in. and Yeah. Then, before and then, it's, like, the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
1: You went back home, adventure yeah. over the end
0: Exactly Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, like a lot of the other Choose Your Adventures I had a horrible time keeping track hmm. Of like my choices Oh
1: really? <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, for the Goosebumps ones at least I marked like
0: I should have done that Each
1: time I read it through I would go, okay, I chose this on this page yeah. This time I don't know why, I, like never, that.
0: I never considered that I may have, I would have probably liked Choose Your Own Adventure books more if I would have just taken the time to, like, I was so, don't choose page 16. I
1: was so thorough <laughs> with books when I was a kid that I was like, I have to get every single outcome.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I would have... I. Yeah, I feel like I've now I need to go back and read all these freaking shoes because the only one that I did multiple run throughs with was my Goosebumps one mm-hmm. and then that, that magic eye one. Right. Which, after about like the fourth time of reading through it, I was like, okay, I'm just going to skip till I see a magic eye picture because <laughs> like, I'm not doing, I'm not. Right. It wasn't particularly good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, like, <laughs> 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 All right.
1: Um, but back to what the franchise has now, yeah. I suppose, because what there's like Slappy World.
0: Yeah, um, the Horrorland books because uh, oh. Goosebumps 2000 is.
1: Oh yeah, still... we we did skip Goosebumps 2000, but I mean that was kind of in a period that I wasn't really reaching out for the Goosebumps anymore. It was
0: the end. It was kind of like that, like the hiatus was beginning. Yeah, where like you did, you weren't seeing Taco Bell wasn't presenting Goosebumps toys anymore. <laughs> um,
1: hey, don't talk too much about that yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, like it was, yeah, Goosebumps was uh, towards the back end. Back end. By the time mm-hmm. my Goosebumps uh, series two thousand came out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the Horrorland books, um, they start coming out in two thousand eight, which. I remember when they started hitting shelves and uh, yeah. feeling a kind of way about going. Oh, I
1: yeah. Like, Why well, can't just be goosebumps? <laughs> well, and weren't they supposed to be just a notch above?
0: Yeah, think, actual
1: goosebumps. Yeah, like they were more for the twelve, thirteen year olds. Yeah, right before they get to Fear Street.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite Fear Street. It's it's not quite like those. Yeah. Yet. Um,
1: yeah, they were just slightly more scary yeah. from what I remember hearing about them.
0: Yeah, and then of course with the success of the of the movie, um, everybody's favorite, uh, Slappy the Dummy.
1: My least favorite, Goosebumps. Flat
0: out, my least favorite.
1: That and the superhero one are like my Ugh. least favorite freaking <laughs> yeah. Goosebumps stories. Yeah. And why the heck is Slappy so freaking
0: popular i have no well i guess because slappy is is, he's the dummies are the other side of the overused trope yeah the uh coin yeah which is it one side is ventriloquist dummies the other side is clowns yeah which is like we get it
1: i mean hey at least there wasn't really i don't remember a clown goosebump story
0: I don't remember one either. Did
1: they ever have one?
0: Ooh, that's worth looking into. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember there being one. Uh, Out
1: of the 70-some-odd books, I do not remember a clown one.
0: Yeah. Well, Hmm. here's hoping there isn't.
1: Maybe R.L. Stein back then was like, clowns are way too overused. For
0: for real. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) But dummies, he's like, we can can give a pass.
0: Yeah, we can ride this train all the way. I'm going
1: to write 500 dummy books. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, go where the money is. I guess. I guess. So, to say the least, like with the resurgence of uh, of the Goosebumps books, you know, being reinvented, re released, and such, there is no sign of uh, of Goosebumps going away anytime soon, which is insane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like to think that 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 we get to still uh, experience new uh, stories and new stuff from Goosebumps. Now that we've talked about the book a little bit, and we've kind of talked a little bit about our experience with it, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to get do a little something that we haven't done in a little while, which is talk about our experiences. Get mm-hmm. get a little bit more on the nostalgia side of things. Yeah,
1: which I feel like we have like kind of touched on a mm-hmm. few things that we remember as kids. But I mean, honestly, like my biggest memory of Goosebumps is that it was my stepping stone to reading things like Stephen King and stuff like that Um, because I wanted more.
0: Oh of course.
1: I was like I love Goosebumps but I'm reading these in like an hour.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah my thing was um, my mom of course read and collected the Stephen King books Mm -hmm. and those aren't for kids yeah and so well
1: they aren't supposed to be for kids but my mom was like you can read it sure
0: but so reading the goosebumps books was like yeah my mom would be sitting there reading you know gerald's game or something Uh and i'd be sitting there reading you know um monster blood or yeah <laughs> like, yeah which is, uh, <laughs> that's, that's two very, very different things i
1: was gonna say i think they're very similar stories
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah it was it was just a completely it was such a nice like getting your toes in getting acclimated to it and mm-hmm. feeling like you were in the same room as all this bigger picture stuff
1: yeah and Especially if you were like, one of the few kids that did love horror already.
0: Yeah.
1: You're oh, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, something for me. This is so cool. I finally have something that's not stupid.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, and like I was saying earlier about, like, leading up to the point of Goosebumps coming out, realistically, the the only other, like, proper, like, horror kids book that wasn't... Ooh, spooky! Spooky Halloween time, you know, um, was scary stories,
1: right, right? Um, which and that wasn't wildly available. Yet. It was
0: not widely available, and uh, and like it, I didn't know about it until after I had already known about Goosebumps. Same,
1: same. Um,
0: which I it was probably an age thing there. <laughs> like,
1: well. I remember our library specifically got the Scariest Stories books when um, they saw how popular the Goosebumps books were getting. Mm. They're like, oh, so there's actually kids that want to read this kind of stuff in, <laughs> in little old town Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess we do need to invest in getting...
0: These, yeah, our copies of uh, of scary stories uh, in our elementary school library were, I think, they were first prints. And um, and but it was one of those things where it was like, I remember going into the library one day and my friends like whispering, you know, whispering to themselves (laughs) and like, Jimmy, Jimmy, come here, come here, come here, come here. And I'm like, What? And they're like, You gotta see this, you know, it opening up. The book too, uh-huh. the picture,
1: <laughs> Harold.
0: No, the oh. the the, oh, the girl, like. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. like and going. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you know, and it's just <laughs> way more. The pictures, of course, a thousand times more scary than the stories themselves. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but you know, back to the main point of this episode, which is goosebumps. Yeah, um, we'll get to
1: scary stories eventually.
0: Yeah, here's hoping. Uh <laughs> but yeah, like my, I remember going to uh it wasn't even a bookstore it was it was like a discovery store or whatever Mm -hmm. and they had a stand for goosebumps
1: oh wow yeah
0: and the new uh the new book that had just come out was ghost beach
1: nice
0: and i just remember seeing the cover there's a big ghost And I was like, "Oh my God, I have to have this!" Mm-hmm. And I'm I mean, like, "It was one of the very few times that it was just me and my dad." And I was begging. I was like, "I have to have this." He's just like, "Yeah, what is Go-? He's like, "It's not even the first one." And I was yeah. like, "But because he thought since there were number, it was a
1: series, yeah, or a continuing story." Yeah.
0: And and that's the other thing that's kind of nice about Goosebumps is it's not, with the yeah. exception of like you know the ones that are numbered, numbered.
1: Yeah, Monster Blood and of the Dummy.
0: Yeah, those exactly. two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with uh, with that, and you know, I was just like, please, I have to have this book. It's you know, like I you don't even have to get anything for me for Christmas. I just want this. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want
0: kid bargaining and um and you know empty promises. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my dad was like. Jesus. Okay, fine. All right. Here you go. There's yeah. this book. You know, read it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, but they were affordable too, yeah. was the other nice thing about these books. Yeah, were they three ninety
0: nine?
1: Yeah. And I mean, for a kid's book, if you look back at the prices, they mm-hmm. were like five ninety nine and up. Yeah. Back yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was really nice to have a chapter book. Yeah. That was so cheap. Yeah,
0: cheaper than Garfield. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of course like another big big um memory which I know that you won't share with me because we've previ- we've previously talked in real life about how you didn't get to go to book fairs very often yeah. but um yeah the scholastic book fair getting to see the books lined up on Ugh. one shelf, and yeah. getting to see all the little merchandise that they had, you know, with a uh, oh, what's the skeleton's name? What curly? Is curly? Yes. Yes. <laughs> curly on everything yeah. with a skateboard, yeah. doing all sorts of cool stuff, and yeah, which I like. What's the deal, with, like? I see. I think he's a better mascot than freaking Slappy. Because he's not in a book. He's yeah. just a mascot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pink mohawk.
1: Yeah, he looks cool. Yeah. He would totally fit in still today.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny because he was almost like an unofficial host. Yeah. You know, like the Crypt Keeper or something.
1: Yeah, even though he didn't present any Never of it. Wasn't in was, the show. Yeah. He didn't... was just something for kids to go, whoa, look at that whoa. skeleton.
0: Yeah, it's just like, I, I, I should have looked into that. Like, what? why the hell... Well because I was on I was on the goosebumps um uh fan wiki mm-hmm. um looking at all the merchandise because I was looking for stuff that maybe I've seen or had and uh which I didn't have much but <laughs> but I was looking f- specifically for one of the things I did have and I just I didn't realize how much stuff that he was on mm-hmm. and the whole time I'm looking at it, I'm like, why was he the thing? yeah I
1: don't know, I don't know who came up with him because yeah. I mean it's not uh Tim's. Art style, that's for sure. Um, But yeah, I I don't know why I didn't look into that either, to be honest, because I love him.
0: Yeah, I've always just accepted him.
1: I've always just accepted Curly. Yeah. As you should. (laughs) Ally.
0: That's right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... um... You're correct in, in mentioning the fact that, yeah, I didn't get a whole lot of the, the Scholastic Book Fair stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would look at the cl- – because it would give us the catalog. Yeah. And I would drool over it and be like, man, I would give my left leg to get to be in the Goosebumps fan club.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think it's just such a big thing, the Scholastic Book Fair and Goosebumps for me because – even if I couldn't afford a book, I could always afford to get, like, one of the little extra things, uh, Goosebumps-related, like an eraser or yeah. a bookmark or something. That's
0: where the money is.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I would always be drawn to because I'd be like, well, I we only got, like, two bucks. Yeah. So I guess I'm getting an eraser this time of the, the hamster from Monster Blood, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was... Most of the merchandise is that, yeah, if it's not curly. it's 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 slappy or the or the hamster. yeah, right? it's plain and simple, yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, definitely with with all the extra stuff that came out for goosebumps, there was so much, I mean, they had, of course, stationery mm-hmm. you know, because the obvious thing, like you mentioned, erasers and bookmarks, but I mean, Take the time, folks, to go to the Goosebumps fandom wiki and go to the merch page. It's an, it's an endless list. It's way more were, stuff.
1: They were literally putting that green G splatter on everything they could think of. Underwear, socks, shoes.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that there was mad balls. Yes. Um, and then they even did um what they were they were called freaky faces, but it was obvious that it was uh, knockoff um, uh, Boglins. Oh yeah, yeah. And I had no idea. And they even had they had the normal size ones, and they even did giant ones. And I was like, what? Now nah, I didn't know about giant ones. But the but the school supplies were cracking me up because um, the ruler uh is the uh is the hamster from monster blood but it looks like he's shitting out yeah there's a big old splat oh, of slime what is
1: his name uh cuddles
0: cuddles yes <laughs> um yeah he it it, it it probably not the greatest design but they had a stapler that is an alligator yep and, and that's like so cool like there was so much stuff that I was like oh my god I am freaking out about it now. If I would have saw that, because I knew that stuff kind of existed, but yeah. nobody I knew had any of if it. If you
1: had adult money, then
0: yeah. Oh god,
1: we would have had a goosebumps room. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, because I would have still had all of it. Yeah. Um, and, and what kills me is the fact that with all of that goosebumps merchandise that existed then, mm-hmm. you don't see any of it like in secondhand shops or yeah, or no. free markets or anywhere. Everybody's
1: keeping a hold onto it, yeah. probably just. Passed it on down, actually. Yeah. I remember specifically graduating up from Little Mermaid sheets and stuff to Goosebumps. Oh, I had the Goosebumps sheet set. I am
0: green with envy. <laughs> like, I'm so envious of that.
1: They were not comfortable. Of
0: course not. They were very was, scratchy. I was going to say they had to have been sand... They they were either... They were sandpaper. I was going to say they were either sandpaper or they were like that... Um, sometimes you get those printed sheets that were, that the dye mm-hmm. didn't set. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so you would just wake up, whatever side you, <laughs> s- you slept on the longest, you would wake up with the color on mm-hmm, your, leg.
1: Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, well, that,
0: that's what that was.
1: I can't assure you it was a sandpaper kind.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying.
1: But I was too happy.
0: Yeah, well, I don't blame you. See, it'd be cool to have that now and then, like, make the, make the sheets, into like pants or, yeah. or, or clothing accessories that'd be cool make it into lining for a jacket
1: uh. <laughs> of course uh i wanted to talk about a little bit about the taco bell yes lake. and i could have swore there was more than four toys in that collection yeah but it turns out there was only four so i don't know why i didn't have all four
0: yeah um <laughs> i never went to taco bell as a kid uh uh-huh. um so like we didn't go to cuz like if there was a promotion for pizza hut Nine times out of ten, I would get at least some of the stuff from it. Right. Um, But if they were doing the cross-promotion between Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut, Mm -hmm. um, I would never get the Taco Bell stuff.
1: See, I didn't get to eat much at Taco Bell as a kid because my grandma always said, oh, get sick off of it. You'll get sick off of it. (laughs)
0: Look at you now. Look at me now. That's (laughs)
1: most of my diet as an adult because I couldn't eat it as a kid. Yeah. But I did get at least two of the toys from that collection because I got to eat at Taco Bell twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yes, I had Cuddles, of course, which that was a stimming toy for so long. Yeah. Because you flip them inside out and, like, the his vomit looks like he's it's coming out like oh. of him like yeah. he's got chunks of carrot and stuff oh. in it. It's so like gross and but it's so cool at the same time and he just I would just flip him in and out for hours yeah. and just play with that that stuff. And of course, I also had the Skullmobile that is Curly's head and you Yeah. can, you know, make him ride around or nice. whatever
0: like. Yeah, the only um uh Goosebumps merch that I actually had that wasn't books was I had, I got the, uh, the calendar.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: which, you know, the calendar, it was every month was a different, you know, cover, book cover. Dang. But it also came with a poster. And it's, it's, uh, Curly sitting in a, like a big, a tall, like wing back chair with the books behind them.
1: Uh, Ah, Isn't that the cover of one of the collections?
0: Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And also, it was glow in the dark. Wow! So, so yeah, like the highlights on his on his face and the highlights on the books behind him would glow.
1: That was honestly the best Goosebumps merchandise was the stuff that glowed in the dark. Yeah,
0: I guess technically the other. I'm, I'm going to do a technicality here. Is the other one was I had got I already had um, you know Deadhouse. Um, uh monster blood and stay out of the basement like the books themselves Mm -hmm. but one of the times that i got to actually spring for something goosebumps that was special Mm -hmm. and one of the very few times i got to go to a book fair um they had the collection of the first three books Mm -hmm. in one you know the the blue blue cover stuff. and when you open it it screams yeah and
1: because i mean you still have it
0: i do and all the way up until um god what is it about six seven eight years ago it would still scream mm-hmm. which is insane yeah i remember <laughs> yeah i remember
1: this ah!
0: it would be a little slower yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i absolutely um i love that i want to like steam the uh the adhesive sticker that where the battery pack is mm-hmm. i want to put a new battery in it so it still <laughs> screams that that that'll come around
1: well um since we're kind of getting low on time, uh, I think it would probably be a pretty good idea to actually let our listeners know our top favorite Goosebumps books because, what's well, a Podcast Magoria episode without a list.
0: Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and start with uh, You Can't Scare Me. Mm. Um I I like it because of the fact that, well, I'm, I was a little bit of a prankster. Yeah. And stuff. And I... First of all, the cover, Mud Men. Yeah. Me? What
1: did, I was always like, what the heck is is this story going to be about because yeah. of that cover? Yeah. You can't scare me and there's Mud Men? I'm yeah. not scared of Mud Men either.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, between the cover and then the actual story itself where it's just, you know, an unscarable kid.
1: Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. I identified with that story.
0: I... <laughs> i wish that i i always thought of myself as somebody that wasn't scarable but there was a lot of that's why i like the use books so much it's like there were so many things that shouldn't be scary that were you yeah. know and, and this was one of those where i was just like i could almost ride the middle of it and identify with the kids that are trying to scare the unscarable kid mm-hmm. and maybe be the unscarable kid too yeah because amongst my friends I definitely had a stronger stomach and a stronger will against spooky things. Mm-hmm. But there were still a lot of stuff that scared me. <laughs> Silly things, like absolutely goofy things. So that was that was definitely like one that stuck with me um over the years. Uh what's uh what's what's your what's one for you?
1: Uh, deep trouble. This was the <laughs> first Goosebumps book that I Needed to own the week it came out. Yeah. I was waiting for it to come out. Holy cow. Um, and, of course, it's because I was obsessed with marine life. And so when you put a mermaid into the story as well, yeah. like,
0: oh, uh, yeah, I needed is, it. Yeah, this that book was written for you.
1: It really was. Like, as soon as I saw the advertisement for it, I was like, I don't care what that book is about. I'm getting it because there's a freaking, like... What it's like a mix of like a orca well and yeah. hammerhead on the front, yeah. Like it yeah.
0: just looked cool. That was, um, that was one of the months like after I like my calendar was up for that year. Um, that was one of the covers I would keep up for like the longest time. That oh, you can't scare me because I just absolutely nice. love that cover, but
1: um, I would love to read because you know, there's two of the original deep stories, but for the Horror Land series, there's uh, another in the series called creep of the deep whoa so i'm like i
0: really need to read that yeah continued story (laughs) yes yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, um okay uh my next one i'd like to bring up and i'm cheating a little bit oh um and that is i want to i'm going to sneak in a give yourself goosebumps just a little blurb. Oh, uh, for it. Uh, it which, was
1: hard for me not to put any of them on my yeah, list. Yeah, I just I
0: have to, I have to mention it because I just love uh, I love the one that I had was Beware of the Purple Peanut Butter.
1: Nice. I did not have that one, but
0: yeah, I wanted it. Yeah, I just like so I just want to mention that one. I'm not gonna do any. I'm I'm just gonna.
1: Oh, well, I mean, you don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil it.
0: Yeah, let's just say there's a shit ton of ways to die in it. Um, <laughs> just this is my advice is be very very wary on what you consume when you're finding the peanut butter
1: <laughs> sage <laughs> advice that's right um let's see what would be um I guess my next one then would be how do you kill a monster ah. a lot of mine seem to be like kind of the later ones in the mm-hmm. series but I think it's because I was probably had a little more consciousness at the time Sure. when they were coming out. So they kind of stuck with me a little more. Um, but this one I like because it is just hilarious. Yeah. Because uh, the kids get stuck in a house. They're having to figure out how to kill this monster that was in this room that they weren't supposed to go in. And everything they try doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know if I should spoil the ending, though.
0: You know what? Keep it. Keep it under your hat
1: okay the ending's the best part of the book essentially because it's just hilarious
0: (laughs) speaking of ones that are i guess like could easily be taken more lighthearted, uh for me would be uh uh, revenge of the lawn gnomes
1: yeah that's a classic
0: um that one i didn't i didn't own until i was an adult um, oh, really? But I had read it. It was one of the few Goosebumps books that we had in the classroom. Oh. And I remember just being, like, it was, like, the first day of uh, fifth grade. The first thing I would do, like, because, we, you know, in, in St. Mary's we had, you know, I don't know how common this is, but we had, like, a little mini library in our classroom. And so, like, that's the first thing I would do was I would look. And nine times out of ten, most of it was just, like, it was, it was definitely the... Uh, award-winning, mm-hmm. you know the what was it like the Tom Sawyer Award or the or yeah, you know, or, yeah. Or, or, or the Mark Twain Award? <laughs> <laughs> Not the character, the person <laughs> who's also a character. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, like it'd be like the Mark Twain, like you know, noble, noble. Yeah, like
1: To Kill like, a Mockingbird, yeah, it, stuff it'd be like that. Stuff. Yeah, you know,
0: the heavy, heavy, heavy books that have a you know purpose, and and then <laughs> all the way at the bottom would be the junk books. Yeah, and that's where I was going. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, like, I was over the moon that there was a Goosebumps book. I remember being so excited, and I pulled it out, and it was Revenge of the Lama And I was just like, oh, at first, I was like, this I did not expect.
1: Mr. Stein, <laughs> yeah. where is your career gone, is what you were thinking as a job. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's –
0: because my exposure up to that point was the more scary, like, yeah. the, like the serious books. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And <laughs> – the kids kind of made fun of me for being excited initially for it. And right. like, what do you read? Like, that's well, – looks stupid. Like, Goosebumps <laughs> is because that was their first exposure. It's yeah. It's like a generation of kids, like maybe that their first exposure was that book. <laughs> I know- hope not. <laughs> not knowing that the rest of the series is good.
1: I hope at least Haunted Mask was everybody's first or most people's first these
0: kids in this class that was their first exposure (laughs) that's the worst book to be the first oh no it's a great it's fun it's a fun one it's fun I mean it's a fun like you know like the gnomes getting up to mischief in the middle of the night and all that but
1: it's definitely like one that would make you go oh all these books are just schlock aren't they
0: that's exactly it (laughs) and so yeah I had to dig myself out of a hole on that one where I, I brought from home some of the goosebumps that i had owned i was like Mm -hmm. no 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 look like it's these are real books yeah they're not stupid (laughs) (laughs) what's the next one for you
1: beasts of the east Hmm. uh this one was another one that brought me in with the cover i just had to know what was going on with that blue hamster looking thing yeah even though i think in the book they're more described as having gorilla faces Hmm. So that was one that I was going, huh? Hurt, oh, yeah, yeah. Back and forth, you know. Um, But, you know, it's essentially about a game of tag Yeah. with these monsters. And yet again, another funny ending because the kids end up getting out of the game through some technicality, and then at the end, they end up getting right back into the game because <laughs> of a technicality. So yeah. I always thought that it was just a lot of fun, and hearing... Just a description of the woods and like kind of what the the kids are experiencing is just it's just a really fun journey. Yeah. I always liked that one because of the combination of cover and story.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of combination of cover and story, my next one would be uh, Haunted Mask.
1: Oh, classic.
0: My top three are going to be obvious. Yeah, Haunted Mask. I mean, first of all, being a kid, that's an enormous fan of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yeah. Um, and then like it's
1: like the the Goosebumps story. It
0: is. Um, and and so it's just it's such an incredibly iconic. It was. I mean, Ghost Beach was fine mm-hmm. as a first, right? It wasn't the best first one to get. <laughs> like the cover was great. Yeah, the story is okay. Haunted Mask is like, this is it. Like, this is, this is like all of the layers that you want from a goosebump story mm-hmm. Um and the perfect, like, see now, if Haunted Mask would have been in the classroom.
1: <laughs> yeah. It would yeah. have been Hunger
0: Games in there <laughs> trying to fight for who gets to read it. <laughs> but, you know, I won't go into too much detail on, like, my top three, I feel like these are all going to be stories that if you're listening to this episode you know these and yeah you don't need me to rehash
1: yeah i feel you like butcher
0: the story i
1: feel like mine are a little more obscure
0: thank goodness <laughs> like you'll, you'll be able to go into maybe pique some interest into stories that maybe maybe some people skipped
1: yeah you're yeah. like uh i know a lot of people skip egg monsters from mars <laughs> because that's another one that people probably look at and go what is this schlock
0: yeah could you imagine if that if, if it was that and the, and, and the gnomes in the classroom. I can't remember. We end up getting a second one. And I want to say, I think it's one that's going to be on your list. And I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to say what, which one I think it is. Well, I, I remember it being. I
1: mean, it would have been great if uh, you guys had had my cover oh. in the class. <laughs> James knows what I'm talking about uh, because my copy of Egg Monsters from Mars is very well loved. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty much falling apart. Yeah, it is. But. The cover, I felt like the eggs needed faces. I yeah. felt like they all needed faces. So they all got very distinct faces. Yes, they did. So uh, <laughs> that would have made it extra schlocky. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, essentially the story, for some reason, the kid's sister decides to have a egg hunt on her birthday because I guess it happens around Easter. I was going to say, I've never
0: read this one. Really? Yeah. So I don't know anything about it.
1: Well, I mean with mine falling apart you know,
0: you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah
1: um but the kid finds inexplicably an egg
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is not like the others it's all like gross and pulsating yeah it's obviously not one of the easter eggs and um
0: this is how critters too like is this it's just... <laughs> essentially
1: that because he takes the egg and takes care of it until it hatches and then like This nasty scientist comes around and is wanting to do experimentation on the creature and blah, 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 and things happen and everybody dies except for the kid. Dang. I will spoil the ending of this one, though, because for some reason, R.L. Stein decided to end this book with the kid laying an egg himself.
0: What the fuck?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So just the wackiness and how over the top this yeah. book is is why it ended up being one of my favorites. And plus, like, also being obsessed with alien kind in general. Yeah. No, this um, is, at it's the got, time it's
0: got a little bit of everything to it. It really does. I kind of wish, like, I need to. You I need, need a, to sit down and read it. Yeah, but... you
1: need to pick up my copy and yeah. read it. Um, <laughs> it hasn't been cracked in quite a few years, so oh I'd probably be happy. It <laughs> hasn't been
0: cracked. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you really laid an egg with that one. Oh my oh God. Um, <laughs> yeah, my next one is um, Say Cheese and Die.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. That big, was almost on my yeah, list. Yeah,
0: Big Hey Duh. It it, it also had um, a sequel book, Say Cheese and Die mm-hmm, Again, which mm-hmm. that one was awesome because it came with, um, it had bookmarks in it. Yes. I always loved the, uh, the ones that came with little extra things, either a bookmark or a... Um, you know do not disturb like you know something to put on your doorknob or yeah that was stickers that was a
1: nice added bonus to the books for sure
0: like as if the books weren't successful enough they put prizes in them yeah cracker jacks are you (laughs) kidding me um but yeah i um i've mentioned this when we were talking about horror anthologies uh because i i i really love evil camera stuff Yep. yep And, um, and this is, this is, you know, you take the picture, it reveals how, you know, like a disaster that's coming and it's just like, well, yeah, duh. Um, yeah, yeah. This is great. And, yeah. and I've compared it to, of course, um, uh, Are You Afraid of Dark? And also, uh, a, uh, a Twilight Zone. Yeah. Well, like. It's, it's a, it's it... a
1: classic urban myth.
0: Essentially. Yeah. Ha- evil camera, monkey's paw. Like these yeah. are things that. They're just going to happen. Exactly. To, when it comes to horror, especially horror anthologies, you have to accept that sometimes an idea is just It's just
1: too good that everybody's gotta put their spin on yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and you can explore it in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know.
1: Which all three of the things that you mentioned do explore in, in different, very ways. different ways. Very so, tr- we might clever. get we might get to that soon, Yeah. Though, in um, a future episode. That's
0: right. <laughs> What's another one for you?
1: Uh, I guess And my absolute number one in my heart forever,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and anybody that has had a discussion about Goosebumps with me knows that I mentioned it, Shocker on Shock Street. Yeah. A lot of people have not read that one. Yeah. But it is, like, my top all-time favorite one because I was so jealous of the kids in the story. Oh, yeah. I wish... That I could have went to an attraction mm-hmm. for one of my favorite horror franchises. Yeah, and it just it, this is another one that's just so over the top because you got like the giant insects, you yeah. got zombies, you got skeletons, you got other monsters, you got robots. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, it's um, everything.
0: Like, yeah, it it it. It plays to the imagination.
1: It really does. I mean, just from the cover alone. Mm -hmm. Because, yet again, it's
0: what drew drew me in. So, let me interject. Okay. (laughs) This was the other book that our classroom eventually would have.
1: Okay. Okay. Good.
0: okay. I already had to convince people that Goosebumps was worth reading because of the Garden Gnomes. When we got the second book, which was this one... (laughs) It was also kind of a hard sell. And this is the, this is how I was trying to sell it.
1: Okay. I was okay. Just I like, want to hear your sell. I was like,
0: "No, guys, it's really cool. It's like Westworld." <laughs> Which no well, one I was ever... going
1: to say what
0: child in your class was going to get that reference, James? <laughs> yeah. Which then I had, yeah, exactly, I had to spend so much time explaining what Westworld was, going, no, 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 Westworld is cool because it's a theme park where you get to be a cowboy.
1: Oh, that sounds like so cool, James,
0: uh, is what and the then, kids and said, then, right? And, yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, 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 because one of them malfunctioned and it's a bad cowboy. Yeah, I... Oh, I wasn't good at selling it. That's great. Um, <laughs> I would have probably
1: interjected if I was there with you in that classroom. Yeah. I would have been like,
0: guys, it's not like Westworld. <laughs> it was the only thing I could think of that like was comparable. Because it is. Because Westworld is a theme park that you go to. <laughs> it's horror Westworld. <laughs>
1: But there weren't. I'm sure there weren't as many kids that were raised Nobody. by old
0: people like we were. Well, th- this is the thing. It's like it's my parents weren't.
1: <laughs> okay, they weren't old, but they liked old stuff. Well, I older stuff. I watched
0: a lot of Turner Classic. Yes, movies. exactly. I was the one that was doing Peter Lorre, uh impersonations. <laughs> and wow! All
1: the kids will know this one.
0: <laughs> they only they thought I was doing something from Bugs Bunny because that was the only. Ex- Ex- like it, Peter re- Laurie, and I was like, No, no, yeah. no, it's this guy that, like, <laughs> I'm doing Mad Monster Party, Peter Laurie. Not <laughs> wow, I
1: love that, I love that so much. Um, well, guys, if James sold you on Shocker on a Shock Street, being like Westworld, then there you go, go out
0: and read it. Yeah, it's my yeah, favorite one. Yeah, uh, um, my. I will
1: say, since um, since I did mention that hardly anybody I talked to actually read this mm-hmm. particular Goosebumps book, I was so shocked oh. <laughs> when I saw that it was in the movie. Yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, Shocker Shock Street!" Oh my god!
0: It is incredibly surprising that it like because definitely I don't other than you, um, I haven't known a whole lot of people that list it as a favorite. Mm-hmm. um especially not the favorite yeah and and it is so crazy when you get to see it have merchandise mm-hmm. or be included in in mm-hmm. other goosebumps stuff Yep. my favorite big big super surprise um stay out of the basement mm-hmm. like i i love that book it's it's real, like i just love um i love let me compare it to another thing I like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I like that that kind of stuff. And that's what it is. Yeah, it's
1: got the vibe. Yeah,
0: you know, and so that was, I was just like, oh man, like every kid I think has had that, you know, that moment where you think, what if my parents were replaced with space aliens? Or what if my parents are, because like sometimes your parents act a little different. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're huffing paint in the the back room or something. (laughs) I don't
1: know. But to your child mind, you're like, (gasps) oh. You're taking in all this media that has this, yeah. this kind of stuff, especially yeah. if you're into goosebumps yeah. and you're like, oh, my parents have been
0: switched. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it was just, um, de- well, because my, my dad had like his little like workshop. Like we, ha- we used to have like in the backyard, like a shed that mm-hmm. was where he would go to tinker with stuff.
1: Yeah. And so your imagination would go wild. I bet.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> like when I, like when I first read this, I was like, Holy shit. This is like... Did I just break the case? Yeah. Dad's been spending a whole lot... Because he never wanted me to go in there. Because he didn't want me to mess up his like his tinkering. Yeah. Stuff. But I was just like, oh my God, he's in there. He's been replaced. He's a, <laughs> he's a robot man. Or he's a plant man. Or he's something. Aliens. Like, yeah. No. So it was just like... It, it just fed into it 100%. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It
1: was... I'm glad that I went with the... um <laughs> Kind of road less traveled ones, yeah. Um, because hopefully, it kind of opens people up to, yeah, read those. Um, but it was super hard for me not to do any of the classics on my list. Oh yeah, because I I did want Stay Out of the Basement on yeah. my list
0: as well. So I just know that you like. I haven't read nearly as I haven't read all of them. Um, and I and I and I know that you because we have our collections together mm-hmm. the ones that you have like the books that you got were the ones that weren't no kids ever talked about they weren't mm-hmm. the covers that were featured in any of the the, the merchandise yeah they, they were books that were very 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 specific uh specific so uh what hey there kitties what books out there did you like yeah what was your introduction Yeah. yeah what was your oh, i would love to hear i would love to hear people's like
1: interpretation of covers yes. or what cover was it that made you go, I have got to read these books. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Please reach out to us on our socials. Let us know what your uh, introductory uh, Goosebumps book was. I would love to know. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion that we'll see some of the same, you know, ones and that's okay. Like yeah. they're all worth talking about.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, But of course, we have so much more to talk about when it comes to Goosebumps that we're going to have to spread this into a two parter because <gasps> there is other media. Like, there is other stuff. I mean, shoot, when we're talking about the merchandise, I didn't even talk about the collector's cards. Oh, my God. Um, and so, our next uh, episode will be expanding upon the franchise of Goosebumps, more or less just to, uh, we're going to be talking about the main focuses, which is obviously the show, games, movies and what's on the horizon oh Mm. so tune in next time to find out what that'll be
1: gosh i don't think anybody got any hints of what the second episode (laughs) would be
0: right (laughs) um so until next time if your parent or parents are up to something in the basement and is looking a little green around the gills don't worry about it don't go in the basement and most importantly you must stay spooky Brains, brains, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis. Produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky.